Let's pray. Sanctify us with your truth, O Lord, and remind us day after day that it is your word that is the truth. Amen. A challenge for you in the opening moments here, I want you to think internally, or if you have someone next to you that lives in the same house with you, I want you to come up with how many devices you have in your home that at this very moment are connected to the internet. How many devices do you have in your home that are connected to the internet? A couple of people are taking their shoes off so they can start using their toes to count. That's good. All right, you guys are starting to come up with the answers. Now, you don't have to reveal to me the exact number, but raise your hands if you have one or more device connected to the internet. One or more, one or more. Okay, that means that everyone is in the 21st century. Okay, very good. How many of you have five or more devices connected to the internet? All right, good. Eight or more devices connected to the internet. Ten or more devices connected to the internet. Chuck's arm is getting tired. Chuck's arm is... All right. Ten or more. That, that's solid. That's amazing. That's... Wow. Fifteen or more devices. <laughs> I like... I'm, I like what... I'm hanging out with the Jeskies a little more often and with the... Okay. Seventeen or... Don't you rationalize. All right. Twenty or more devices in your house that are connected to the internet. All right, let, this is just between me and the Thomases now. All right. 25? I think that's probably, okay. 25? Do we have it? Chuck! Do you just want to tell us how many? Or you can't count that high? Okay, very. It's amazing, my friends, to think about the connectivity that we find in our houses. This generation, um, they've shifted. Some people, you know, name all the generations. For a while, they were called the, the wired generation because they grew up on devices, but it's not even wired. It's the wireless generation. There are people in our midst here who can't even fathom growing up in a house where some magical way you, you touch something and you're connected to the outside world without wires. There are people among us, my friends, who don't know the horrific sound of a dial-up modem. You, you remember those things? When you were trying to get connected. Because we are so incredibly connected through Wi-Fi that it's just a, an assumption and it communicates to us how important we feel it is to be connected. 
which I think really just illustrates the point of Jesus' words in such an incredible way. You put such a high premium on being connected to the outside world via technology. Jesus puts the highest premium on being connected to him. And so I want to talk to you about that in these very popular, well-known words. Jesus, the great I am. He says, I am the vine. It's almost as if he's saying, I am the source of the internet. You need to be connected to me. He's saying, no, it's far greater than I am the vine and you are the branches. In other words, you need to stay connected. So let's talk about that. I'm going to read to you from John chapter 15, the verse 6 verses. And this is a time well before internet. And yet the concept of being connected is so key. And so let's listen. I am the true vine, and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me, and I will remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. If a man remains in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not remain in me, he is like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire, and burned. It's the word of our Lord. As I mentioned at the very beginning, in the closing weeks of this epiphany season, we are coming face to face with a a Savior that is trying to reveal himself to us in these very meaningful ways. He doesn't want us just to think he was the baby born in Bethlehem or just a special kind of guy that lived in first century Israel. He wants us to know that he is the I am. He wants us to know his very being, his essence. And today he says, I am the thing you need to get connected to. I'm the vine. And so today is all about relationships. It's all about connectivity between you and your God. And we're going to start today by saying we need to get connected. Because naturally, there's no connection. Naturally, it's when you, that feeling you get when you go home and you, you, you try to turn on your device and you see the, unfortunately, the Wi-Fi signal has been turned off. You know, it's amazing. I have Xfinity at home. And just recently, I finally upgraded or whatever. They gave me the new device where I can download an app on my phone that controls Wi-Fi throughout the house and even identifies all the different users on it. And I can cut off internet to any particular device at any time. Oh, man. Talk about a God complex, right? (laughs) 
But if you want to see a sad look, you cut off connection in the middle of a game. Right? Do you realize that we were born into this world without connection to God? At least not a meaningful connection? Do you realize that what our sin has done to us when we were born into this world with original sin draped upon us and the propensity to, to live according to our flesh, it was just emphasizing that we're not connected. We only saw God as the, the judge and the one whom we ought to fear. There's no meaningful connection there. That's the whole reason why Jesus came to this earth. He needed to reestablish connection. It's good to think in those terms because we do put a high value on relationships. But that key relationship between God and man, it was broken from the beginning, or at least from the moment that Adam and Eve fell into sin. So what does our Father in heaven need to do? He needs to reestablish the connection, and so he provides the vine. And, and the reason he uses these words is he's talking to, again, first century Israelites who were agricultural by nature, and they know exactly what he's talking about. A vine is the part that is always strong and survives. And the things that shoot off of the vine, the branches those are only going to be as strong as their connection to the main source. And so what is Jesus saying? He's saying you need to get connected because there's a need for connection and now you have it. How are you going to get connected, he says? Just take a look. I am the true vine and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that doesn't bear fruit. So there's already a little bit of concern saying, if that connection's not strong, well, what are we good for? But continue on. You are already clean, he says, because of the word I have spoken to you. That word clean is, is talking about you've already been pruned. It's kind of like if you are familiar with taking care of different plants and you need to take the suckers off the branches so that the connection can be secure. He's saying to his disciples, you guys have already been connected to the vine because you've heard me. You've heard my word. You've heard the, the message that I've come here for. I am the great I am, Jesus is saying, and you've already been cleaned. You've been connected to me. You needed to be connected and now you have been connected. And the reason for being connected is so that your life can have meaning, he says. You are already clean because the word I have spoken to you. And then you look at the words that follow and he talks about the bearing of fruit. Do you realize that God wants you to have a productive life? But do you realize that the productive life that he wants you to have doesn't necessarily match up with the way that the world sees production? 
And that really is the challenge. Because I could sit here and I could promise you that if you stay connected to the vine, you will have such a productive life that, and then we'll start measuring things by sinful human standards. For example, if you stay connected to the vine, you will produce much fruit. You'll be a millionaire in no time. No. Not necessarily. But you will produce the very fruits that God would have his children demonstrate on a day-to-day basis, regardless of what that looks like from the world's point of view. Get connected. That need to be connected to God is found in Christ because he wants you to have a productive life But it's not just getting connected, it's staying connected. And that's really what I want to talk to you about this morning. It's really what Jesus wanted to talk about to his disciples. First of all, he wanted to say, there's some great importance to be connected, but but you, my friends, my disciples, my children, you are connected, but will you stay connected or will the signal go out and we'll lose touch with each other? And so just look at that key passage. I am the vine, you are the branches. If a man remains in me. You get what he's saying, right? He's saying that you are currently connected to the vine. But will you always be? And isn't that the problem? If a man remains in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit. You see, the vine won't change. The vine stays the same. The vine is living and active. The vine exists for our well-being. We don't have to worry about the vine going away or the vine abandoning us. We don't have to worry about Jesus saying, I've had enough of you. In fact, the whole reason he came was to be the stable one. But how long will he stay connected? That's his concern. You can imagine, Jesus is talking to his disciples in the last week of his life here on earth. This whole section in John is just a fascinating one because you have three chapters where Jesus is communicating some very important truths to his disciples. And I always just picture his disciples staring back at him with his eyes like this big. Because Jesus is trying to tell them, hey guys, it's time. I need to finish the work that I came here for. I need to give my life on the cross only to take it back. And don't worry. I've defeated death for you. And don't worry. When I leave, I'm going to go and prepare a place for you. But his disciples are just looking at him like, how could this possibly be? And in this particular section, he's saying, it's all going to be okay, but you need to stay connected to me. And so what do we do? We so often try to connect to different power sources. It's amazing how often when we are struggling, 
and we're having issues and we feel like the world has given us more than we can handle, we realize we need something outside of us. We need to get connected. And so what do we do? We try to get onto all these different networks that produce nothing good for us. Jesus was worried about that with his disciples. Their tendency was going to be to give up on this whole notion of Christ being the Messiah and return back to their, their Old Testament roots where they maybe were waiting for a different Savior. Or maybe they were going to simply give up on Christ and say, we're going to start following the Roman religion. And Jesus is saying, you need to remain in me because when you do that, you will start producing these incredible fruits every day of your lives. And so let's make sure we're plugged into the right power source so that we can be fruitful. In our second lesson today from Galatians, I'm going to ask you just to turn back to that real quick. You can see how the Apostle Paul has this I am statement of Jesus in his mind. I am the true vine and you are the branches. If a man remains in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit. And the Apostle Paul wants to show us what it looks like. But before he shows us what it looks like to be connected to Christ, he also wants to paint the picture for what it looks like when our connection is failing. And it's an image that we know all too well. If you look at verse 19, just take a second to think through some of these ugly words. And if it is true that in your life you are finding that more often than not you are being consumed with things such as fits of rage or selfish ambition. Or if you are finding envy in the relationships in your life. If you see discord and hatred, that's because we're focusing on the wrong connections. And it happens to us naturally. To which Jesus says, I came to conquer the world and I came to conquer your own sinful nature and I'm going to do that as you stay connected to me. If you look at verse 22, you see this beautiful expression of what a fruitful, in the spiritual sense, life looks like. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. If you are like me, you will realize that those beautiful concepts are not always descriptive of your life. And so we are minded, let's remain connected to the vine. Because as we go back and we reestablish that relationship with the vine, the one who is I am, the one who is, is, is never changing and ever loving, then we start to see the fruits once again in our lives. As I was looking at this text about I am the vine and you are the branches, if a man remains in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit. It, it, it just struck me of how the disciples had the vine with them at all times. But that doesn't always mean they stayed connected. 
And so also with us, we have the vine right here. We have the word of God, which brings to our picture, brings to our life the picture of the vine on a regular basis. But we need to stay connected and not take it for granted. Think of the Apostle Peter. Do you remember that account when he was on the boat and he saw Jesus on the water? And he went to be with Jesus on the water, and you hear of that incredible account of Jesus walk, or excuse me, of Peter walking on the water. You realize what allowed that to happen was his connection to the vine. It says, as soon as Peter stopped looking at Jesus and noticed the wind and the waves around him, as soon as that connection was broken, he began to sink. In Jesus, we have the power source of forgiveness and love. And the extent to which our lives are centered on him and connected to him, we see amazing things happen in our lives as the fruits of the Spirit are generated and produced. But all too often we take our eyes off of the vine, we lose connection, and we start to drown. To which Jesus says, I am the vine. You are the branches. You see, there's comfort there too. He's saying, you never have to be the vine. Stop trying to save yourselves. Stop trying to be the producer. You're the branch. You're the passive one in this. You stay connected to me, and my love and my forgiveness will will flow through you with incredible results. We live in a world where being connected is key. We see that in the amount of devices that we have at a home that need to be connected to the internet. And while we'll probably never turn back from that and continue to be more and more connected and interconnected in so many ways, please allow that illustration to remind you of the importance of the primary connection. No, it isn't your device to the Wi-Fi, but it's your life as a branch to the vine. The great I am, the source of all good. He is the vine. We get to be connected. And in doing so, we get to bear much fruit. Amen. And now may the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, may it guard and protect your hearts and your minds in Jesus our Lord.